As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! Welcome back to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today I am joined by Mike from Hush Thanks. Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Josh. Why don't you go ahead and take a minute and tell everybody what your podcast is about? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, me and my co-hosts, we take on conspiracy theories. Uh, some of the classic ones, JFK assassination, stuff like that, MK Ultra. Sometimes we jump into things that are a little outside the box, 2012 apocalypse and things of the sort. So uh, we, we, do, uh, we do about an hour and go through the conspiracies. And we also have these uh, other segments that we do, cryptid, uh, cryptid Chronicles, where we talk about different cryptids. So um, yeah, we're, we're currently in our season two right now. And yeah, been fun. With that, I reached out. And I see you chose 1987's The Lost Boys as your favorite movie. Michael and Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California. They're about to discover its secret. Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No, it's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian. Or a vampire. So where are you? The flying nun? I'm your brother, Sammy. Help me! Stay back! Stay back! What's happening to me, Star? Get yourself a good, sharp stick. Drive it right through his heart. You're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a damn blood-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, brother. When a sir so just before we get into it just for anyone that hasn't seen the lost boys which if you haven't it's kind of crazy but shame on you yeah really (laughs) yeah briefly tell everyone what it's about uh these brothers move to a new town in some beach town in california and they encounter vampires they uh they encounter these these hoodlums so it seems and these guys kind of seem like this this gang type of people, and one of the one of the brothers, the older brother Michael, he gets involved with these guys and unwillingly kind of becomes a vampire himself, or at least starts the change of becoming a vampire. So it's, it's a real classic John John Carpenter look at vampires too. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I like that. Yeah. So when did you first see this movie? Uh, I want to say I was around ten years old when I saw it. So. Not to date myself too much, but that, <laughs> that was in 1997. And I 
kind of got into horror movies and the like very early in life. I still remember scenes from Nightmare on Elm Street and Jason and all that other stuff uh, when I was very young when I probably shouldn't have been watching it at all. So, <laughs> but yeah, as uh, I was about 10 years old. Yeah, I'm with you there. I actually have a couple years on you and I remember catching some of the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday 13th on like USA up all night just seeing scenes when I was way too young <laughs> yep that was the best yep it really was better time for movies too I don't know why I just I feel like the 80s and the the very early 90s were like the glory days for for horror movies I'm with you on that I agree with that as you can see if you look I got four pillars <laughs> up yep if you look over, I actually have the lost. Hey, there lost. you go. So there you go. Nice. So how long was it before you realized this was your favorite movie? You know, it's funny. I didn't really appreciate the movie and really call it my favorite until I was probably 20. So I, I, another 10 years, I had to really go through a bunch of other movies. You know, I, I, I did a horror podcast like or a, a movie podcast like we had spoken about. And I've watched more than enough movies to waste a lifetime. But, um, but yeah, I had to, I had to really go through a bunch of movies and look at the classics and get outside the genre of horror, but it always came back to that movie. I always watched the lost boys probably a hundred thousand times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was I was probably around 2021 20, when I when I fully realized that this was like the grail for me, at least. Okay, actually, I think even though I mean, yes, it took 10, 11 years since you first saw it. I actually think that's a fairly young age to decide on a favorite movie, true it, favorite movie that sticks with you anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, when, when you talk about favorite movies also, I think it's more it's it's a thing that strikes nostalgia in you. You know, a lot of people will look at a film and say, oh, well, this was a beautifully done movie. The score is amazing. The acting is fantastic. But does it strike that chord in you that kind of brings you back to another time or, you know, make you think of certain things that really touch you? And I think that's that's one of the I think that's one of the main things that you go for when you look for a favorite movie. No, I agree. I think I think my top two which I have my top two and then I have a steep drop off to number three. My top two are interchangeable. And I think one of them, I have that exact feeling. And the other, I actually only saw way too late. And that was Shawshank Redemption. And oh, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. And I didn't see it till sometime in the almost 2010 before I saw that for the first time. Mm -hmm. And so that one doesn't have the nostalgia factor. Cause I was already older and saw that late, but it, I just fell in love with it immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. As long as as long as you get some sort of good feeling from it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like that's one. If it's on, then I'm flipping. It's it's stopping. And it's, <laughs> there it, you go. I don't, and it, it don't matter where it's at in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's one of those movies you could definitely pick up at any scene, and it's still good. All right. So with this, in case people haven't seen this, I don't go into too spoilery. Although this section gets a little spoilery because I want to go into the sequels now. I have to be mm -hmm. honest, I've never watched any of these sequels. So, <laughs> have you seen these sequels? Um, I, I've seen the, uh, I believe it's called, it's the Frog Brothers, which uh, I'm not sure if that was part two or is it some, some sort of spinoff. But um, yeah, it's probably not a movie that I should have taken time to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if that's 
you know, a fault of mine where I hyped up the Lost Boys itself so high that, you know, you get you get your hopes up that a that a sequel would be even better or add on to that feeling. But yeah, it didn't uh, didn't didn't resonate with me. Right, well, let's 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 do a little retroactive here and let's say you got to create your own sequel. What would you want to see in a sequel to the original direct to the original? I'd actually it. I know it sounds it sounds so cliche, especially in the movie realm today. But uh, I would love to see a prequel to it. Okay. You know, I'd love to see how David became the head vampire, or how he was turned, and how he came to you know came to meet his crew. I think that would be really interesting, and and eventually how he came to to meet Max, who was the right. you know the head vampire. So I think I think a prequel like that, especially set in the in the early 80s still that 80s vibe with that you know the long hair the <laughs> the leather jackets that whole bit i think that would really kill it yeah that's something i love about the 80s leather on the beach that <laughs> in the 80s right yep that's right so let's say maybe you want to remake maybe you don't but let's say this movie's getting remade who are we going to recast today for some of the main roles michael i think i would say sam yeah Probably, probably have to say David also. Oh yeah, David. Um, and then, and da- I would even want to know who you have for the Frog Brothers. Actually, I think that's. What oh geez, that that would be a rough. That'd be a tough one, actually. So I think to play Sam, which which was Corey Haim's character, uh, the younger brother, and he's he's not even so that 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 young really. I would say but Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Um, I think he he has that young type of feel to him, and he could probably pull off that you know and and he 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 actually could even play michael now that i think about it so if you went with kind of a a younger care you know uh character set i think timothy chalamet is like early 20s um but he yeah he'd probably make a great michael but yeah i i think that would be an interchangeable kind of spot um hmm. yeah for the for the the frog brothers (laughs) i actually I actually went way outside the box and it doesn't even make sense with the rest of the casting, honestly, <laughs> but, but I, I, in, I envisioned the frog brothers to be like twins. And the, the very first thing that pops into my head is, uh, is the Lucas brothers. I don't know if you're familiar with the Lucas brothers. Yeah. They're, they're, um, they have like a standup where they, uh, you know, they're, they're two twins and they kind of tell the jokes together. One finishes the other sentence. It's kind of like a Sklar's a Sklar brothers type oh, of standup. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they, they were the first that popped into my head and I have no clue why. <laughs> and I just thought that would be uh that would be interesting. I'd have to, I have to look them up and see who they are. So let's go with David. I mean, that's who everyone remembers in the movie is David. I mean, yeah, I mean he was, he was the the main dude there. That that one was a little more difficult for me just because you have to find somebody who exudes cool, I guess, but also at the same time is kind of like a <laughs> like a beautiful man. Right. <laughs> so I thought of uh the younger Helmsworth brother, Liam. Right. Liam Hemsworth. Yep. Um, he popped into my head and I, and I, and I, you know, I've seen him in, in other movies and I thought that he could be one of those guys that kind of translates that coolness, but also I'm a badass and I'm also kind of a, a pretty dude, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that was my, that was my first thought on that. 
Yeah, I like that because I mean, you you obviously you can't go Chris Hemsworth at this point, but Liam can maybe step in and pull that off. I think I like that actually. Yeah, and he's also I don't know he's got this uh he's got these facial expressions that I think re- like would really translate well to that character. All right, so your final argument for someone that's debating on whether to watch the Lost Boys, what what are they if they, what are they into that you go you know what you need to step up and watch this movie you'll love it. All right, so there, there's a list here. Um, I would say first and foremost, if you're over the age of 30, like across the board, you you could say that you like comedy, you could say like drama, you you know, it doesn't matter the type of movie that you that you like. I think if you're over the age of 30 and you enjoy the realm of of 80s movies as a whole, you you can't lose with it. Also, if you're into any kind of horror movie, if, if you're a horror fan, this is this is like one of the, the classic vampire movies. I think this was also one of those movies that kind of pushed pushed vampires in movies into a new category, because before this, you always had vampires, you know, they were living in huge castles and old timey, you know, oh, yeah, we were made in the 1800s. Right. But with with the Lost Boys these guys were just made, you know, within, within the past couple of years, they're fresh vampires. They were all about violence and, you know, just living that life of luxury without having to worry about getting killed or <laughs> anything really going wrong or any kind of responsibility. Yeah, so like, that's who I want to hang out with. I mean, exactly. Exactly. You know, like they're having fires and hanging out and going and killing and eating people. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh I think that's that's definitely something. Also, if you're uh a fan of the Corys. Yes. Uh, Cory Haim. This is this is like this is the best between them, honestly. Of all the movies that I think that they did together, I think this was the one that really showed their acting com- you know, how comfortable they are acting together. And what was interesting is this the first time they were together? I was looking up and I was I was actually surprised by that. But yeah, and that's and that's amazing. You yeah. know, they went on to do other movies, but together. But I, this one, it's like they they've known each other forever. You know, yeah. they have a connection in this one better than yeah, I agree better than the rest of them. That and this is what started the, the whole the two Corys. Yeah, yeah, but overall, it's just a it's a fun movie, you know, and it's even, even if it is a, a quote horror movie or a, or a vampire movie, everything that goes on in the background, you know, between the Corys and between the, the main characters and the, and the frog brothers, and even, even down to their mother and their grandfather as those people as characters are funny. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a feel good movie. If, if you watch the lost boys and you say that you hate it, I don't want to know you as a person <laughs> yeah yeah you don't need that kind of negativity in your life <laughs> that's right because <laughs> i mean i mean it's it's just it's also at parts it's a good hangout movie oh know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah especially especially for me it's become a really good background movie because like we said you can jump in at any time and you're not going to get so lost within the the plot that you don't know what's going on right i agree all right so that's gonna i think wrap it up for this week so why don't you tell everyone where they can find you sure 
Uh, if you want to come and listen to three dudes talk about conspiracy theories and learn a little history behind the conspiracy and get get deep diving into it, just uh, come on over, listen to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. I know it's a mouthful. Uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere. We release episodes every Monday. You can find us on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. So uh, just drop us a line or come listen. All right, and as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at YNF Movie Pod. We're available on all the major podcast platforms. Write, review, tell your friends. Next week, we'll be back with a different guest and a completely different movie, so check back because you never know if you might stumble on your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>